Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other co-host. I'm Tenant Michael. And uh, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for your cards and your letters and your emails and your tweets uh, inquiring after my health. Really? You got letters on Twitter? I'm surprised. I didn't see any on Twitter. I got a bunch. Well, I didn't I see mean, any. Maybe you don't check the account no. as often as I do, but no, I do. Um, what I'm referring to is during our last episode, which was our, well, cursed Canada Day Spectacular, um, I was me. injured when a Roman candle that James was holding uh, went off by accident, in quotes, and hit me right in the schnutz. Uh, right in the privates, and I was uh, quite badly injured. There, uh, you know, burn injuries, explosion injuries. I lost a quarter of my privates, and uh, had to be hospitalized. And we had to cancel a lot of our guests. Well, I want you to know, Mike. I've got my team on this to sue the ass of that Roman candle bullshit company that created a Roman candle that made a goddamn beeline for your. Privates, it's, and I'm yeah. I'm not I'm I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, dude. We're gonna you know, presuming my team has time and the you know the right. will, we're gonna get to the bottom of this and sue the pants off that Roman Candle Company because well, that was crazy. I mean, I thank you for you know suing the company, but no matter what kind of settlement I get, it'll never uh, make up for the loss of a quarter of my privates, which uh, the doctors told me I will never. Uh, Fully get back. Okay, Mike. Victim mentality much? Well, anyway. Uh, You're milking it. Yeah. No offense. Okay. You're milking it. Well, possibly, but... Uh, uh, what about... What about you, you, you? There's a positive spin on this, too, you found out, you were going to say. Um, that you, I'm having some reconstructive yes! surgery? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be the same as it was. Yeah, they're actually... It's a new... Uh, it's a new sort of medical procedure. It's experimental. Where they, it works this way. They take some flesh from cadavers... And they are grafting on some flesh from a, a gentleman who passed away, and I believe it's from his part of his cheek and part of his leg, and they will be attaching that to the part of my privates that was blown off in this catastrophic accident. That's so, cool, Mike. That's a yeah. great story to tell on a first date from now on. Well, <laughs> I suppose as long as the, the, the young woman isn't scared by the idea. No, that's neat. You're kind of like a part, part man, part zombie. And hey, well, zombies are in. The Walking Dead, hello, the video game The Last of Us. Shout what's out the, to video game players out there. What's the new Jim Jarmusch uh, zombie movie? Uh, no clue. Okay. If it's not Walking Dead or uh, Red Dead Redemption, I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, that's I will keep listeners apprised of my of my private situation. Um no man, that was a I mean, I had a great day. Canada Day rules. I was <laughs> I had an awesome time. It's nothing more fun than drinking in the park on a beautiful summer day. It was wonderful. And, um, yeah, shame about that Roman candle BS, but... Yeah. Mike, you're fine. Yeah, well, James, uh, it's the time of the show where uh, one of us usually asks, well, how was your week? <laughs> how was your week? What have you been up to for the past seven days? So, uh, my week was was pretty good. Um, you might remember uh, recently on, on Summer Solstice, actually, I um, I was able to join this cult, super secret society, 
and we had a big festival where we uh, lit a giant owl effigy on fire and, okay. you know, had kind of an eyes wide shut situation going on with me and all the other um, elites, um, really, of Toronto and the world. <clears throat> And um, so I'm really enjoying being in this new society. It's kind of fun. And I, I actually thought that um, I'm going to host a mixer for everyone. Oh, really? I thought that'd be kind of fun because, you know, usually the meetups are shrouded in secrecy and you're mm-hmm. wearing a mask. And I thought, how about just a regular fun mixer at my place up in Hogs Hollow, North Young Street? And it uh, could be kind of fun. So, so I'm looking right. forward to that. And will it be kind of anything goes? Like... Uh you know, these things, I get the impression there's a lot of extreme perversion. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, well, we'll start with just sort of drinks, deviled eggs, um, you know, uh, I don't know, sliders. Okay. And then I do have some ideas for later in the night that's a little more, sure, perverted, uh, occult symbolism. Debaucherous. Debauchery. The kind right, of stuff right. that the the wealthiest people in the world and the most powerful all do in secret. Uh, but but at my place, and with a bit more of a mixer setting. Interesting. So, well, we'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to hosting everybody. How, how was your week? Uh, interesting. I'm actually, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I uh, booked a trip to the United States. Wow, Mike, for you, that's like going to China. It is, That's yeah. so far for you. Yeah, for me, going to America is like going to China. And um, I'm going to the state of Wisconsin. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, I I received a invitation to a family reunion, and uh, I was a bit on the fence about going to it for a few reasons I don't really want to get into. Um, cert, uh, one side of my family is a little annoying, and oh, anyway. But um, I weighed the pros and cons, and I took out a little uh, loan, and I booked my ticket, and I'm going to Madison, Wisconsin, and then I'm going to see Milwaukee as well as part of the okay. That's family weird. reunion. But I didn't... You never have told me you have family in Wisconsin. Yeah. You, well, you, I know about your family in Slovakia, yeah. Ireland. I've never heard of the Wisconsin side. Yeah, I sort of keep the Wisconsin side of the family under wraps because we're related to um, one part Ooh. of the family that's a little annoying and I don't well, like why, to How are they them. annoying? Well, they were in the... One guy was in the news a while ago, like what? a few decades really? ago. Really? Well, that's kind of cool. For some sort of uh, unsavory reasons. Oh, well, it can't yeah. be that bad. Yeah, well, I mean, he won't be there at the reunion, oh, okay. so Why not? I don't have to worry. He's no longer with us. Oh, that's um, too bad. He actually met his end in prison. Um, what? I'm going to regret saying this. No, no, who was it? Yeah. So I'm related to, distantly... So I'm related to... Are you familiar with the notorious uh, serial killer and cannibal uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows him. Anyway, he was my first cousin, and he, and he got into some big trouble in the 90s, and he, he's no longer with us. He was murdered in prison and then had a broom shoved up his anus. You're related to Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. He is, like I said, a first cousin. Was. Was. Past tense. So that's why I never talk about that side of the family. Anyway... I'm flying out there. Um, the the remaining Dahmers will be there, and other members of my family, and we're all people coming from seven countries to this family reunion. It's going to be a lot of fun. So you're going to the Dahmer family reunion. Well, they're part of the family. It's not the. That's not the. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I can tell you're you're just laughing at me, but this is actually something to me. Family is a big thing, and uh, yeah. I'm glad that I I'm not letting this you know dark episode from the past with just one guy from a family of hundreds 
ruin it. Well, um, Mike, uh, your behavior is getting uh, more explained by the day. Uh, wow. I'm n- I'd just like to state, just to be perfectly clear, I have no sympathy for, and I am nothing like, Jeffrey Dahmer. You've seen the inside of my He's fridge. just your cousin, and you who for, you love because he's part of your family. Well, and we spent every summer together, and we spent a lot of Christmas vacations together, and I really looked up to him as a kid, but I am nothing like him. You've seen the inside of my fridge. There's no uh, jar of pickled uh, penises. There's no hands. There's no anything that Jeffrey Dahmer would have had. I don't keep several different uh, locks on the door to confuse people I've kidnapped. Like he did. <sighs> wow. Wow. Uh, so when are you going to the Dahmer family August. reunion? August. August, yeah. he said. Going to US, the USA, baby. Wow. That's, I mean, good for you, Mike. I, I guess embrace it. You can't, uh, well, you can't choose your family. Mm. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family. Pick your nose, you can pick your ear, you can even pick your bum. But you can't pick your family. <laughs> I like that. Oh, wow. Okay, well, uh, shall we... Uh, Shall we do our segment, I guess? Yeah. So summer is known for a couple things. Beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Um, tank tops. Tank tops. Beautiful bodies on parade on the sidewalks. But also for, it's the summer blockbuster season. That's when Hollywood unleashes its biggest budget, uh, highest action, most like star-studded movies. Absolutely. It's iconic. You go and see the summer blockbuster. It's every summer. Everybody does it. And we here at the Landlord and Tenant Podmess thought, um, what would be some summer blockbusters we'd like to see? Yeah. These are, these are movies, just to be clear, they don't exist, but we'd love to see them. We'd love to see them. Yeah. We'd love to see them. Um, do you want to go first, Mike? Sure. I'm ready to jump right in there. Imagine me uh, like running and jumping into a swimming pool. <laughs> So, here's the first summer blockbuster movie that I would love to see, if they made it. As Good As It Gets 2. So, you remember the the 1997 uh, James L. Brooks hit movie, As Good As It Gets, starring Jack, right? The classic line, you make me want to be a better man. Oh, you do such a great Nicholson. Thank you. It's wonderful. So, yeah, it was a huge hit. Everyone was talking about it. Jack Nicholson. Um, he played the obsessive, compulsive, and nasty novelist Melvin Udall, right? And um, he was, of course, romantically, uh, he was attracted to Helen Hunt's waitress character. Can't blame him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'd love to see As Good As It Gets 2, and here's how it's different from the first one. It would be, uh, you know, it's current day Nicholson firing on all cylinders. You know, he may be 82, and he looks a little bit different than he used to, but I think that just makes him more dynamic on screen. Wow. Do you still think he could pull it off? Huh? Absolutely. I mean, you've seen pictures of him courtside at those Lakers games, right? Eating his burgers and fries and looking you know, as dapper as ever. I guess. Yeah, he's looking a little rough, but sure. So anyway, if you remember, the end of As Good As It Gets, one, he confesses his love for Helen Hunt's waitress character. So in number two, I think it'd be great to... To see like a lot of uh, nudity, extreme nudity, and explicit lovemaking scenes with Jack, huh? And um, I think you know it could be a a nice performance that could get him a final Oscar. Okay, as good as it gets, too. Interesting. Okay, I could see that. Um, here's a first uh, 
Were you done? Sorry? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a first blockbuster I'd like to see. We all know the biggest hit movies are movies when things that aren't supposed to talk, talk. Dogs, babies, um, toys, right? Right. Like when, Toy Story. Exactly. Yeah. Or Look Who's Talking yeah, or yeah. anything like that. Those are the biggest hits always. So I was thinking, you know what would be a fun movie? To have the ultimate thing that's not supposed to talk, talk. What? A dick. So I imagined a movie where a guy's penis talks to him, and it could be called Little Dick. And the guy is maybe a nerd, and he's Uh, going about his life, and then his dick, his penis starts talking to him, and it's like, hey, man, oh, she looks sexy. And the nerd is like, oh, I I can't talk to her, and the penis kind of gives him advice, like, go on, talk to her. Like that. And I think that'd be a hit. Little Dick. Is this an animated movie or is this a live action movie? No, I think it would be like a Jim Henson-esque Muppet uh, style. Well, really? the penis. The, the actor would be a real man, right. but then his penis would be like a, like a puppet. I like the voice you did. I'm not sure about the, the concept you have, but I like the voice of, of the... It's funny imagining the guy lying in bed and then being woken up because his penis kind of goes, Hey, hey, wake up. I'm horny. Sounds like the old version of Chester Cheetah, because now the new version oh. is British, right? I did not know that. But the old Chester Cheetah kind of talked like this. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was cool. Yeah. One, one night, we all went to sleep, and Chester Cheetah he used to sound like Tom Waits. And then, now, hello, I'm Chester Cheetah, and I'm uh, relaxing by the patio. He's suddenly from... That's BS, man. It's like when Madonna started putting on a fake British accent. These globalists, they can't just keep <laughs> things American. They have to make everything international. Yeah. So here's another blockbuster summer movie I'd love to see them make one day. Uh, Are you a fan of uh, the Batman movies? Absolutely. So this is a Batman-adjacent movie, similar to the upcoming uh, Joker movie. It's like a Batman spinoff movie. It's called Alfred's Day Off. (laughs) Right? So you know Alfred, right? Yeah. He's Batman's butler, Bruce Wayne's butler. (laughs) And this is a Batman spinoff. And uh, in the film we see, and first of all, $100 $100 million budget. We see Batman's butler, Alfred, on his day off in Gotham City. We see him visit the museum, have a nice chicken supper, and then at the at a certain point in the movie, he suffers a terrible fall, and he injures himself. He's no spring chicken. No, not you know? at all. And as people age, their bones become more brittle, so he breaks his hmm. hip. And at this point, um, Bruce Wayne has to serve... Alfred and their roles are reversed in a humorous fashion, right? Yeah. Because Bruce is used to Alfred always serving him. And suddenly we see Alfred in bed, you know, ringing a bell, saying, like, where's my food, uh, Master Wayne? And Bruce Wayne is like, oh, he's like all harried in the kitchen. He's like, oh, you're coming, Alfred. Oh, my God. And we see Bruce has to bathe Alfred. He has to help Alfred on the toilet. And he has to feed him his uh, meals with a spoon. That is great. I love that. Yes. A bit of a theme with your movies, old men. I suppose there is a bit of a theme of old men. I didn't You've realize. got old men on the brain, Michael. Uh, well, it's uh, summer is when a young man's thoughts turn to uh, old men. Here's my second blockbuster movie I'd like to see. <clears throat> we know the Marvel Universe just sort of wrapped up its storyline with yes. Avengers Endgame. Maybe it's time for a new superhero universe. I'm talking about the common sense universe. How about a movie when guys like Ben Shapiro and Rick Rubin and Steven Crowder play themselves and basically they confront hysterical emotional lefties and explain to them through debate why they're wrong. 
And I think you could get a good three-hour blockbuster out of this. Those guys are all cool, and they're very like fun to watch on screen. And uh, I think it'd be a hit. Oh, God. Please tell me it'll have better production value than uh, the, the regular YouTube videos these guys put up, where it's like they're in an airless room with a sickly-looking light. Are you kidding me? That's so, uh, that's so entertaining. Well, I will not be buying a ticket to this. Well, this movie. you and you alone. Right. Um, and here's my third and final um, summer blockbuster movie that I hope they make one day. It's called To Infinity and Beyond. A Tim Allen story. Oh, my God. So are you familiar with that phrase that I said, to infinity and beyond? Sure, it's from Toy Story. Yeah, it's the Buzz Lightyear character who says it, who's always portrayed by Tim Allen, the uh, comedian and actor. Um, But this is a Tim Allen biopic that focuses on Tim's early years, before the fame, before home improvement, when he was just just another Michigan drug dealer. Oh, and it talks. It, it's, it focuses specifically on the date October second, nineteen seventy eight, when Tim Allen was arrested, and the uh, at the Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport for possession of one point four three pounds of cocaine. And we see him subsequently plead guilty to felony drug trafficking charges, and crucially, provide the names of other dealers in exchange for a reduced sentence. And then part we see him betraying his buddies in Michigan, and we see him going behind bars, all the while dreaming of comedy superstardom. And there's a fun scene in my mind where he's being interrogated by the police, and they say, you know, Mr. Allen, what do you like so much about cocaine? And he turns to the camera and says those iconic words, when I take a sniff of cocaine, I go to infinity and beyond. Oh, wow. That's good. Would you see that movie? Absolutely. Anything Tim Allen is in is really good. His sitcom was so funny. Um, Men of a Certain Age or Last Man Standing? Yeah, Last something Man like Standing. that. Oh, my God. And he still looks good, too. He doesn't look bloated or weird. He or looks great. Melted. No. Uh, here's my last blockbuster I'd like to see. Um, and I think it'd be a real good one, a real funny idea. Again, I'm giving away too many ideas here. This one would be called Beep Beep Babies. And Beep I, Beep Babies? Yes. And I just thought it would be a funny idea if babies were driving. Okay. And it would be a bunch of babies driving, and then Pamela Anderson is in it, and she, like, I guess, helps the babies. Okay. <laughs> like, how does she help them? Um, I don't know. Changes their diapers or whatever. Gives them milk or something. Um, gives them milk. So, it's just to be clear, the babies are... They're not licensed because they're obviously too young. They can't speak well, and they're driving around. Yeah, I don't know. It's just maybe it's an alternate universe where babies drive and it's just crazy that they're letting them do this. And Pamela Anderson's the president, maybe. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can. I, you, you, you've brought up Pamela Anderson several times before on the show. I think I just someone love her has, and I think she someone deserves... Someone has a crush on no, her. No, I just think she deserves a vehicle and that's the best one I could think of for her. Beep, beep, baby. It's just a thought. All it's right. maybe dumb, but it's just a. It's you know I was working on it last. No, night. it's not dumb. It's good. There it is. The end of our segment. I think that was uh, really fun. It was really fun. I, I hope people enjoyed listening as much as we did saying it. I can smell fresh movie theater popcorn and nachos. Maybe you're just smelling your uh, burned off penis. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, we got some dogs. Oh yeah, we got some us. dogs yeah, in the yeah. alley. Uh-huh. Holy smokes, they're fighting like Summertime. like crazy. Anyway, before we uh, take a pause and bring on our guests, we'd like to thank everyone and remind everyone that we do have a Patreon, and we 
thank our supporters and we invite new people to to uh sign up and support the show absolutely um where is it at mike patreon.com slash landlord tenant pod and thank you for uh for joining it and you get a free episode a month if uh, yeah. special and VIP. those ones are good those, those ones are, are really good yeah yeah so thank you so much um okay well i guess we could take a break and and come back with our guest <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, we've got a great guest this week, and uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, if you live in the building, you'll you'll know her from uh, seeing her around, maybe in the elevator, maybe in the hallways. She is a tenant who lives in Unit 403, and we'd like to right now welcome her to the show. It's Kathleen Phillips. Hi, guys. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Oh, well, thanks for having me. It's sort of a... I don't know. I, I hope I'm not inconveniencing anybody. No, we all. are grateful for you to be here. Oh, thanks. We love chatting with people, learning um, fr- about other perspectives, about people's stories. It's great. Yeah, and and so you live in the building. I guess I'm your landlord. I don't. Yeah. I don't know everyone who lives in here. So apologies that yeah, I well, didn't I just, realize. You know, I usually just put the the checks in the slot and keep mm. to myself a lot of the time. But ideal tenant, in my opinion. <laughs> Unlike friggin' Mike, who causes a fuss every time there's a mouse in the house. Don't anyway, cause a fuss is part of your duties to clear rodents. I, Kathleen, um, you you just mentioned putting a check into the slot and then James having to collect it. Do you look forward, as I do, to a future where uh, landlords have been fully automated and they no longer exist as uh, as humans? Um. Well, yes and no. I mean, no offense, but uh, landlords make me nervous. Like I feel a little bit nervous right now. Well, I mean, oh, that's I mean... good then. <laughs> please don't pay any attention to him. Just please relax. It's everything's fine. But um, I don't, you know, I don't do online banking. I don't, right. you know, I don't have a cell phone. I, um, oh, uh, I just. Um, You're yeah, off the grid. It sounds I'm like a little bit off the grid. You remind me. There was a story recently that the rocker Jack White, uh, during an interview, he mentioned that he doesn't own a cell phone, so he doesn't get it when everyone's walking around staring at their hands. I wonder if he knows who he is. Because <laughs> he's he's a bit of a peculiar fellow himself. Yeah, I wonder if he knows that he's a famous guy. He might not. He looks sort of like, um, you know, um, he's very pale with the dark hair. He looks mm-hmm. like a Tim Burton character. He does. And no offense to Jack White if he's listening. But yeah, he has well, a kind of scarecrow quality. He's probably not listening because he, he doesn't have a phone. So we can say anything we want about him. He probably doesn't listen to podcasts. Unless there's some kind of... You can't do podcasts through your TV or anything well, like that. Well, we could press this on a vinyl record and mail it to him, and maybe he would listen to it on his whatever Victrola or something. That's I, one way. I bet that would thrill him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, Kathleen, uh, you, you live in 403. How do you find your experience in the building? Are you happy here? Uh... I, I, yeah. I mean, I've been here for almost 20 years. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm an eight-year uh, tenant myself. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen you around. Yeah, I kind of uh, keep to myself a lot, but yeah, I'm always willing to uh, to meet uh, other people in the building. Well, do you, uh, do you ever use the games room? 
I do. I uh, sometimes play, I bring my laptop down to the games room and I play computer solitaire. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know we had a games room. I Where is it? I was down there most of the time. There's, um, there's, uh, uh, it, uh, what's that game called where you twirl the men? Oh, like F- foosball. Foosmen, F- Mike. Foosball. Yeah, it's the game where you twirl the men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Foosball I mean, I mean, is the soccer game, and foosmen is like a simulation of their life out of the game. That's when they're like, you make them go on dates. And but eat. you're a foosballer. I, I usually foot by usually foosball by myself because nobody else is down oh. there. I, you know, I hang out sometimes waiting to see so if anybody wants to foos with me. But uh. I, yeah, I just end up trolling the man all by myself. How do you do foosball by yourself? Do you have one arm on one side and you reach to around honest, to the other really side? I don't really know how to play the game. Uh. I just twiddle the things. And uh, you know where you would do well. Uh, little Portugal or Little Italy, because that culture loves foosball. Um, of course, you might be one of the only women in uh, playing because it's a lot of men who have a lot of free time during weekdays who just hang out in these bars and play foosball all day. Is there like a, is it based, is there like a live action foosball? Like, I mean, can, well, can it, real men play foosball? It's, it, I think it's actually based on soccer. Oh! But imagine real men twirling about on the... <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if this is based on something real, I mean, that's, I'm not much into sports, but I would love to see that. I think I would be a a fan. A, a player might get dizzy from all that twirling. Well, it's funny to imagine because you would almost, I guess, have to have... It would take, like, years to slowly work a hole into the side of these men yes. and, like, make it a little bit deeper every, like, six months or something Ouch. so they'd survive it and then yeah. eventually completely impale them and have their organs go around it right? and then stick a pole through them. So okay. it'd be kind of like a lifelong commitment. It'd be like being a, 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 a castrato. Right. Oh, yes, right. Mm. That's where they put the boys in the milk and they cut their nuts off. They put them in milk? I I think that they make them, they soak the boys in milk and then they... What does, why does milk play a part in castrating um, a boy? I don't, makes, maybe it makes them more supple. I'm not sure. Hmm. Huh. Uh, or maybe they just... Maybe know, it's just some pervert like, ooh, before I cut milk. these off, I want to see them in milk. Because I'll say... Maybe I, because children like milk. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, I don't know. Personally, if I were being castrated because I don't like milk, the idea of drinking a big glass of milk makes me feel sick to my stomach. The last thing I'd want is to have milk involved in, well, in that. Well, what would you like if you were being castrated? Well, I suppose I would like a grapefruit Perrier. I'd like to be submerged <laughs> in grapefruit Perrier. I and like, maybe some of the bubbles would you know, help with the pain. I like, uh, I like fizzy water as well. Oh, I do too. Yes, especially the flavored ones. They, they, uh, they really come a long way. What, what's your ranking of favorite fizzy waters? Uh, top of the list is the pomegranate blueberry. <laughs> Whoa. Never had that. It tastes like... Yogurt without being yogurt. Wow. Oh, yeah. I love a Perrier with lemon and pomegranate in it. I like that. I'm going to say that. Also, La Croix or La Croix, whatever the hell people say. I like La Croix. In Canada, we say La Croix. I say La Croix. Yeah. La Croix has a Coke-flavored fizzy water. And you can only get it, at least that I know of, in Toronto at certain stores like Fiesta Farms. And it's like, it looks like a Diet Coke. And it tastes like a Diet Coke. But there's no sugar in it or anything in it other than fizzy water and a weird flavor. And you can trick yourself into thinking it's a Coke. It's so weird. Some people, wow. I looked online about it, and some people are obsessed with it, and some people hate it. I'm obsessed. I would try it. On your way home, go to Fiesta Farms. 
Now, can we offer you anything to drink or eat uh, while we're potting here today? Um, well, to tell you the truth, it's funny that we were just talking about milk because um, I just had to drink a glass of milk. Uh, because uh, I, um, I, I was going to sound so stupid. No, go ahead. Take all the time you need. I ate a dishwasher pot. Oh, oh. gosh. Uh, crap. Apparently, they're... Uh, Poison, yeah, and the back. Yeah. Of the, I read what to to do in case of an emergency, and they said immediately you should drink a glass of milk. Oh, uh, so I've had a glass of milk. Um, milk not, is bad. I'm going to just say what it's it, unnatural to drink another animal's. Mike, uh, if milk. it's curing being friggin' poisoned, it's fine to drink milk. Well, to be honest, I didn't drink cow's milk because I, I, you know, I'm a vegan. So I drank uh, cashew milk, and I'm hoping that it's going to um, okay. that it's going to nullify the the soap the same way that regular milk I, is supposed to. I mean, to. drink I think some. It will. Oh, guys, come on, drink some cow's milk. The cow doesn't mind. Cow's milk probably gets full, off on it. Uh, cow's well, milk is full of pus, oh, hormones, antibiotics. You Typical don't want to drink vegan that crap. God. So can we ask what? What? Uh, maybe were you feeling peckish? Were you? I don't know, out of uh, snacks, why did you eat a dishwasher pod? I don't know. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> Wait, to who? Were you entertaining some friends or some guests? I was, you know, it's the dumbest thing. I was talking to my uh, to my friend on the phone, and, you know, she was saying, she was saying that, I, that I don't have a sense of humor. Rude. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. She's a bit of a bully. Oh. So while you were talking to her on the phone, then... I was like, I uh, get this. Uh, how about I eat a dishwasher pod? <laughs> and then she started laughing, and so I, I, I just went through with it. Um, oh, God. And in hindsight, it was a really bad idea. I mean, she couldn't even see, but I was I just get so nervous around this friend. Oh. You know, it sounds like you have a toxic friend. I do. I think, you know what, I, I think I probably need to... Um, I probably need to put a kibosh on the on the relationship, but she has just has such a hold over me. I get that. Right. Certain friends you just get competitive with and feel a bit weird about. That's a tough one. So you were on the phone with her, and she's like, you're not funny. And you're like, oh, yeah? And you eat by yourself a, a dishwasher pod. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, lots of young people are eating uh, Tide pods, dishwasher pods, so you're not alone. Yeah. I that's probably where they, I got the idea from. I didn't have a Tide Pod, so I had a Cascade. Oh, so there, it was hard, and it was like a hard pod, I guess. Or, or was it soft? No, it had some, it had some uh, yellow uh, liquid swirls in it. Ah. They do look appetizing. I, I will give them that. They, they do look like candy. They kind of look like you're biting into a, a big, juicy candy. Mm. It's, mm. Um, well, have you ever had any of those like fruit snacks that have like a... They like squirt juice into your mouth when you bite them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah. Well, that's what it. That's a bit like that, except yeah. it uh, it burns your mouth. Oh, oh no, that yeah. sucks. Well, um, <laughs> I hope you make it. Um, you seem to be. Do you feel okay? Are you? You know, I, just, I mostly I just feel silly. Right. Uh, but I, I'm supposed to. 
I, I guess I should have some people watch me for the next 24 hours. Okay. You know, oh. to make sure that I don't pass out or nothing weird happens to me. Well, if I start vomiting or convulsing, that's, you know, I... Right. Is that why you wanted to be on the pod? Because earlier today, Mike, you were saying you bumped into Kathleen and she's like, hey, I want to be on that podcast. Yeah, so. you were adamant. Yes. It's, it's funny that I want to be on a pod after I ate a pod. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I mean, <laughs> surely we're not going to tape for 24 hours. Uh, well, okay. Well, I mean, but we could do other things. I We could. I yes. just, you know, I, my, the friend I was on the phone with, uh, she's my main friend and uh, she's not, I asked her if she would spend time with me and, and watch over me, you know, since I, because I ate it. I ate it because of her. Because I mean, of her. For her entertainment. And she did laugh. Um, right. At me. Hmm. But uh, she said that she was going to a cottage. Well, it oh. is. It is. The weather is beautiful out, um, but it doesn't seem like she's a very good friend. No, especially because she was going to a cottage with some other friends. Oh, and she didn't invite me along. This woman sounds like she sucks. Oh, she's. What is her name? Sydney. Oh, oh, I hate Sydney. that name. Yes. Reminds me of Australia. She's Australian. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Sydney. Sydney. Oh, yeah. right. The capital. Oh, yeah. my God. That's even more annoying. Yeah. God, how did you meet Sydney? Um, at a club. <laughs> like a nightclub? Um, a book club. Oh, book club. Imagine an Australian at a book club. That just that whole idea makes me sick. Oh, she stomach. never read any of the books. Uh, right. How could you tell? Just sounded like BS. She just came to drink all the wine and oh, uh, then talk smack about people we don't even know. My my mom is in a book club, and uh, she, there's a woman she doesn't get along with who is an uh, elderly German woman, and the German woman got to pick this month's book. And it's a book. My mom was like, "Yeah, it's a book about how not all Germans were uh, were bad during <laughs> World War II, and that some of them didn't like Hitler." And I was like, "Sounds like this woman is trying to like make excuses for uh, for something." <laughs> <laughs> Your mom slowly gets involved in a neo-Nazi uh, rally group. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm picking the book uh, anyway. <laughs> German woman in the book club. Boy, oh boy. Do you feel sick, Kathleen, or do you feel like you need to vomit? Or a little or, bit, mm. yeah. Well, you if you need to blow chunks, just feel free. I'll put a, a bowl beside you. Um, thanks, that's really nice. I'm gonna try not to. Um, okay, because I have a bit of a phobia throwing up. Oh, that oh, must be awful. So this is like your ultimate nightmare. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> do you remember the game Nightmare with the um, yeah, the, yes. uh, gatekeeper? Yes, my gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never played Nightmare, but I know of it. How did it work? You put in a it was, CD or it was something? It's a VCR yes. uh, horror game. Well, and yes. so what? You'd put in the tape and it would be like, what would happen? It would An ugly man uh, with a, <laughs> with a, uh, uh, like a raggedy robe yeah. would uh, yell it? at you and tell you what to do. Was it Harvey Weinstein who played the gatekeeper or was it? Uh... I don't know. Was <laughs> it? I'm the gatekeeper. So he'd tell you what to do, and then and then you'd be like in your living room with your friends, and you'd what what, what kind of stuff would he tell you to do? Um, I can't remember. Huh. Like, uh, go to hell. I think it was actually it was, it was a Polish man playing the gatekeeper. He, but looked he would. Polish. He looked Polish. No offense to the Polish. <laughs> oh boy, we talked a lot about that on the Sophie Buttle episode. We certainly did. We really covered that area of the world. 
Um, but yeah, I guess I think that you know the the way the cultural climate has changed since Nightmare came out. Uh, the idea of having a man yell at you and tell you what to do, I don't think that would fly these days. I don't think so either. Um, Especially a Polish man. Yeah, I think that you would. there would be a lot of a talking back to the gatekeeper nowadays. Mm. The gatekeeper would be canceled and they would have to make a lady gatekeeper. They did make a lady gatekeeper. Oh, they did? Yes, she was like a... Um, a, like a oh, what do you call it? Like a hag? <laughs> okay, your words, not ours. And then also, if it was a modern day nightmare, the gate—you'd all have to stop the game to talk about how the gatekeeper made you feel. Well, the what? The gatekeeper dealt in facts. Yeah, he didn't like emotions. Yeah, his face got uglier and uglier as the game went on. And I remember the the uh, night. I think it was Nightmare Two, which was the hag. I think she turns into a pig at the end. Oh God! Wow. Yeah. And was she? And I can't Polish? remember what they told you to do. If it was like, uh, you know, do silly things, tickle your friends, hide behind the couch, <laughs> do <laughs> silly things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't hide behind the couch, you'll go to I hell. Have a, I have a very. <laughs> A very distinct memory of playing uh, Nightmare at a grade seven sleepover, my friend Jordana's house. And before we before we wa- we turned on Gatekeeper, um, we watched a movie because her dad took us to Hal's Video to go rent a rent a movie to watch at the sleepover. And I had a big crush on River Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah. Who and didn't? so I I uh, I picked uh, my own private Idaho. <laughs> And that's about like hustlers. Uh, yeah, two male prostitutes. <laughs> uh, there's an opening scene where um, they're giving a big fat man a, a blowjob, and oh. we were we never we never as twelve year old girls we never saw that before. It was not <laughs> that was the dreamboat. I love this of, actor. I, <laughs> so you were you were hoping for River Phoenix just being cute, like riding a bike or something. Yeah. And he was he was cute and he does ride like a motorcycle in the movie, but he didn't. I never pictured him honking on a a, a big guy's. Uh, yeah, you know, honking on a big guy. Yeah, so we were all pretty horrified. We and we didn't. We like yanked the video right out of there and we we played gatekeeper instead. Watch River Phoenix give a fat guy blowjob. Yeah, God. It sounds like his own private Idaho uh, somewhere I don't want to visit. Thank you. Kind of like the regular over. Idaho. I'll take regular Idaho over that one, over that version of Idaho. A lot more boring, I think. Yeah. Just a lot of potatoes and a lot less Idaho, job. Too. Do you think Idaho became like a big um, tourism destination after that movie came out for like for fat guys who were like, maybe <laughs> Idaho, a guy who looks like River Phoenix will give me a BJ. <laughs> Uh, I don't Mike, know. I feel like there's you... a lot of big guys driving around <laughs> looking for. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel like you've talked about the location of River Phoenix's uh, death like uh, several times on the podcast. Wasn't Mike. it in front of the Viper Club? Yeah. On yes, the I, I had my picture taken at the very spot. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of nice, I guess. How? Yeah. Wait, and he. This is a stupid question. He's. Joaquin Phoenix's brother, right? Father. Yeah, could you believe it? No, <laughs> no he's oh, a brother. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Two actor brothers. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix's uh, real original name was Leaf. <laughs> he changed it to Joaquin? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Change it to Gary or something. <laughs> Doug. 
Leaf and River Phoenix. Yeah, they all had wacky names. I think they they were born into like some kind of uh, nutty Californian mm. cult. Oh, yeah. it kind of seems like that. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, Joaquin seems pretty out there. Remember, he was like doing interviews. And in character, with a beard, and, yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's for some movie." He was but a then, rapper. what even was the movie? I don't remember it. Do I don't you? know, but he ticked off uh, David Letterman because mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't. He was being too fake. He'd be too fake for Letterman. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. How, are there more Phoenix siblings? Oh yeah, I think there's a bunch of them. They all have uh, they all have nature names like uh, tree and puddle, bush, <laughs> bush Phoenix, rain. It's uh, like their parents Mud are pretty. Li- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that they're. <laughs> it's funny that their parents. I'm the hag turning into the pig. Oh no! <laughs> Don't make fun of the phoenix children. <laughs> it's, funny that- <laughs> it's funny that their parents probably thought, you know, oh, this will be nice, like to come up with these, you know, nice names. But it's just like so literal. Like, why not? You know, you could still have an earthy, you know, name that means something without just like, being, Or something you know. that sounds like sunset or like... Yeah, or sp- yeah. I don't know, but like leaf. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Worm. Leaf. Oh, man. Dirt. Dirt. Here's my brother's dirt and mud. <laughs> <laughs> the twins. <laughs> Mud's all wet. <laughs> now, of course, um, if anyone in the Phoenix family is listening... Uh, this is all in good fun, and we, you know, have nothing against you. And uh, I'm, we're very sorry that the passing yeah. of your, the eldest, didn't Phoenix. He, he spent the night, the last night of his life, partying with like Johnny Depp. Yes, I know. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't want to spend the last night. Of I wonder my if life that's got something to do with why Johnny Depp is so, I don't know, nuts these days. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny Depp went from being like, oh, Mr. Sexy Stud to like, now he kind of looks like, I don't know, like uh, Otto von Bismarck or something. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like kind of bigger and like, wears like, I feel like military almost stuff. He looks like... Um, and a mustache with a curl. He looks like the counter at the at the Value Village that has all the jewelry in it. <laughs> Where you can like bid for the auction. Kind of yeah. Thing. Just like a bunch of scarves and, and uh, <laughs> knickknacks. I bet he just doesn't buy clothes anymore. He just like took everything home from the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And just he's like, well, here's what I'm going to wear now from every day of my life now. That's a good impression. Thank you. Did you see there's a really funny video on the internet of him? Uh, somehow it was being taped at home. I don't know if it was a nanny cam or someone was taping him. And he's having a fight with his girlfriend at the time, who, whatever her name was. Oh, right. And... Uh, he pours himself like as he angrily pours himself a glass of wine, and it's like he fills a goblet that's like looks like a pint glass, basically like glug 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 right to the top, and then storms out. Very funny. Classic Hollywood vampire, you know. Oh, he's part of that band with. I wonder if it was must have been a nice bottle of wine. You'd think. Yeah. He was going to town on it. Who was in Hollywood Vampires? It's Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, Joe Perry from Aerosmith, and like someone from Guns N' Roses or something. And uh, yeah, I think they're very good. They're the they're the I believe top of the charts right now. They have the oh, song of the summer. I saw I was in California <laughs> recently, like in February, and I saw billboards for Hollywood vampires. Wow, really? Yeah. I also saw I saw some American billboards are nuts. We went to uh, 
Palm Springs, and um, there was a billboard that said, had a picture of a guy, and it said, we know who killed him, and we're coming looking for you. No way. Really? Really saw that? Yeah. What the hell? I know. That's crazy. Wow. And it was just some guy? Just a picture of some guy. And it's like, yeah, it was, I guess it was his family that were like, we oh know who killed God. him. And, and didn't we say are anywhere. coming What a for move. You. Like, that's a really intimidating move. But I think maybe they're bluffing. Oh, so the people get nervous and turn themselves in. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, why not just text the guy or something? Yeah, yeah that's true. If why you really them? know who did it, go get him then. Yeah. Don't yeah. telegraph it. If you bought a billboard, James, what would it say? Um, probably, well, I know, like, have you ever seen, um, I believe it was in, um, I believe it was India, I saw a news story where these sort of bachelor guys will put up, build this, like, honestly, put up billboards being like, hey, I'm an available guy, I make good money, I'm, you know, five foot ten, whatever, and, uh, I would love to do something like that, that just gets my brand out there as a cool, sexy, you know, right. I've seen that sort of thing with paper posters on telephone poles where it's uh you know uh you know an elderly eligible bachelor who's looking usually for um an athletic woman in her 50s with certain measurements to be his friend to go to church i or, think i've uh, seen that take too walks. and isn't the name tony like they're all around toronto guys like i i, I think that there are different this is the um the approach of a, like a couple of men it a- must have worked before. And then they have those little taggy things where you rip them off and, you know, so you can give them a call. Yeah. Imagine being, you're, you're 56 years old, you're a, a woman, you're going for a jog, and then you stop at a red light and you see this thing and you go like, oh, I fit the bill. <laughs> you take one of these off when you call this man. Yeah. You're wow. a buxom woman in your 50s <laughs> uh, who enjoys church going, mm-hmm. looking for a companion. Because it seems to me it's like I'm picturing an Italian guy who's never heard of the internet or Tinder who's like, this is the way you meet a woman. Because he, <laughs> he mentions church and, I don't know, something about the name Tony, I think, is what I saw on one of these things. Hmm. Your you guys, bias is showing, Michael. Just well, because his name is Tony and he goes to church doesn't mean he's Italian. He could be any other ethnicity also. I'm just, the church thing got me. Oh, Probably man. Mediterranean, though. Well, yes, yeah. Thank yeah. you yeah. for backing me up. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, we should check in. Um, my throat burns. Yeah. Ooh, that's not, not good. Um, but I, you know, like I feel lucid. Okay, that's good. Uh, a little bit shaky. Mm, that's not good. But I haven't eaten in a while. Well, well that's probably that. Um, um, do you want anything to eat, Mike? Do you have anything in your fridge? Um, I have some granola bars in the fridge. Do you like chilled granola bars? <laughs> I'm sure I'll, I'll have a coldie. Okay, yeah. I'll get one after we're done. Okay. Get her one now, dude. She's poisoned. No, no, it's okay. I've already, this is already an imposition anyway. I, I just, uh, it's, I, you know, I just have to, you just have to, I, I should have taken, I could have taken myself to the Emerge, but I thought, uh, it's a summer day. It's very nice outside. Yeah. The emergency is going to be full of people who stepped on sharp things in their bare feet. Yeah. And, you know, Various choking at barbecues and yeah, hot dog. Hot dog season is. I mean, the number like I've been in the emergency room on a summer after uh, afternoon, and it's just dad after dad 
We've got a hot dog lodged in there. Yeah. So, Dad, slow down when you're eating your darn hot dogs. Mm-hmm. The last time I went to the emergency room, this was a couple summers ago, uh, I had to go because I had a nosebleed that wouldn't stop. Why? <laughs> it was, I had gone out for lunch with a friend of the show, Aaron Eves, and just as I waved goodbye to him and we parted ways, almost as if a switch had been flipped, uh, blood started gushing out of my nose. <laughs> And it wouldn't stop for about four hours. My God. And then I went to the emergency room, and they immediately asked me to admit that I was a heavy cocaine user. And I was like, no. Did they ask that? They did. And they were like, do you, you know, do you do a lot of cocaine? I was like, no, no, sir. And then they put uh, a medical clothes peg on my nose, and I had to sit there for six hours until the doctor finally saw me in the middle of the night and put these droplets in my nose that she, she said that they usually give to... People who have been uh, who have gunshot wounds to to stop the bleeding. What happened? Why did that happen to you? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. You don't and think it, never it had, happened again? You don't think it had something to do with something Aaron Eves did? I mean, that's pretty damning. I the guy had never considered. Think that. of what a big super fan he is of the podcast. It wouldn't surprise me if he tried to do something weird. Kill well, you and we take had it over just had spot. a meal. Maybe he poison poison is in the air today. Maybe yeah. he poisoned my meal and made my nose bleed. We're thinking about. Maybe he was just thinking about you after you parted. Oh. You know how they say, you know, that uh, if somebody's talking about you, your ears burn? Maybe if somebody thinks about you a lot. Your nose uh, bleeds. Your nose bleeds. Or he, like... I thought I was going to die. Maybe he was suppressing so much, like... Has anyone bled to death through their nose? Wow. Oh, I'm sure. Did you really think you were going to die? I probably would, too, to be honest. Well, it was so much blood, but then the doctor was like, huh, it just looks like a lot of blood, but it's not really a lot of blood, but I was like, it's a lot of blood. <laughs> I it, it is scary seeing blood. A couple summers ago, I um, broke a glass and sliced my fingertip. And it wasn't obviously a big deal. But when I saw it wasn't just a typical little nick, it was mm-hmm. like a bit more. I absolutely did panic. In an, not panic, but well, I did in an embarrassing way. I mean, I just... Did you make a noise? Oh, yeah. And felt like... <laughs> but then I just wrapped it up and it was fine in oh like an hour. God. Well... But blood's it's, weird. It's weird. It's inside of you all the time. You never see it. It's, you try to keep it in as oh, best you can. It's weird to think about. And then when it comes out, it's distressing. Yeah, you're like supposed it. to keep it in. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your blood in. I ha- do. You, how do you guys feel about getting um, needles? Like, oh, I hate me it. Me too. Me too. I hate it. I don't mind so much the ones in the shoulder that just kind of poke you. I can live with that. But the ones that go in your... in your um, Like getting blood? Underside <gasps> of your elbow... I hate that. Oh. I hate it. I hate it too. It's like it's not that it Blood. hurts. It's just something disturbing about it. Oh yeah, because it's sucking. They're sucking it out of you. Yeah. Leave my blood alone, like you said. Keep it in. Yeah. Keep it. Keep your blood in. How are you at getting blood out, Michael? Um, I'm pretty good. You don't care. Yeah, I love it. You love it. Oh God. I love the needle going. Mike's in and- Orthodox Catholic beliefs are probably that getting blood out gets a demon out or something. You uh, let out the blood. Let out the bad thoughts. (laughs) Oh, my stars. I once gave blood uh, because um, they uh, were running out of blood. We Uh, are? They, the... Canadian Red Cross? The the Red Cross. They were low on blood. And I have very cheap blood. My (laughs) blood is a dime a dozen. Oh, come on. Don't No, it's like, it's type A, whatever. Everybody has it. They didn't really need my blood, but I wanted to give something. And uh, I went with a friend 
and he was not scared to give the blood. He kept going on about what a chicken I was. And Ooh, guess uh. what happened? We get into the blood room where they take out all your blood, and <laughs> he fainted. Get out. Yeah. Poetic justice. Yeah. Blood edition. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. He fainted. And then all of these nurses were like fanning him with uh, clipboards and binders and stuff. This wow. reminds me of like a Benny Hill sketch where a guy is being fanned by a bunch of pretty buxom nurses <laughs> and uh, there's funny music playing. Yeah. Well, they kept all their tops on. Oh. Did you guys like the idea of vampires when you know you were younger, or or dislike? I I, always, I didn't care. I didn't like vampires because, like we were saying, I don't like yeah. blood stuff. So then the idea of some vam- you know weirdo sticking his fangs in someone yeah. and drinking blood. No I feel thanks. like you have to be a real millennial, like tit. To have like loved vampires, I feel like that was uh, you know Twilight or whatever. Because they were sexualized. We grew up with like old Romanian yeah, yeah. Uh, vampires who looked like the va- the night the gatekeeper. Yeah, remember Count Ducula? <clears throat> yes. Wait, who was Count Ducula? That was the beginning of the a, sexualization. He was of... a duck vampire. What was he on Looney Tunes? No, no he was like a like a B cartoon that was on uh, YTV. Wow. Yeah, Count Ducula. Did he drink people's blood? They never showed the... it, but it, they the, never showed it. The, the implication was there. He had a green face. I suppose he was a mallard. And he, um, the two oh, worst cartoons, face. I'm going to say, were Ducula and Duckman. Two duck-themed <laughs> cartoons. And both I, wonder, blood. I wonder if Duckman holds up. I just remember Nathan I Alexander. Yeah, I watched it because it was like, oh, George from Seinfeld. And then it's like, oh. Duckman looked like someone sneezed <laughs> all over the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It had a real like someone just farted in here vibe. <laughs> and that someone's name is Jason Alexander. <laughs> I saw an interview with him though, and he's like, Yeah, I'm doing Duckman. Um, to be honest, I Booked it uh, just before Seinfeld came out and probably wouldn't have agreed to it if I had known. But, you know, it's fun. I, like he said that in an interview. Uh, I think George, uh, like Jason Alexander's agent every day was calling Duckman saying, like, you can't do it. He's making $20 million. He doesn't have to do this alternative comedy cartoon. Duckman. How did you feel about Duckman? Did you ever watch it? Uh, I think, you know, I was probably pretty young when Duckman was out, so I think I was mostly confused by it. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, neurotic yeah. duck or whatever. Yeah. Duckman. What were the other vampire, funny vampires? Um, Dracula dead and loving it. Uh, uh, Mel Brooks oh, joint yeah. starring Leslie Nielsen in perhaps one of the last roles of, what, he, of his life. Eddie Murphy was Dracula once. Oh, uh, yeah. Vampire in Brooklyn? That's right. Oh, God. Oh, that would be scary. Of course, a vampire in Brooklyn these days, you need to have lots of money because it's uh, so gentrified and the cost of living is so high. That's a good idea of a movie. Hipster vampire. Oh, God. And he's in Brooklyn and uh, he's, he's, a, he's sucking everyone's blood at an animal collective concert. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh my God! He certainly does suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they would say on the poster. Though well, you don't, I don't know why you would see the movie or watch the show. That's true. A bit self depreciating. I've never read the book Dracula, the Bram Stoker book Dracula, but uh, what about the Anne Rice books? I've never read any. Did Anne she Rice do either. Interview with a Vampire? Yes. 
And his, Tom Cruise was a vampire. Oh, that was a, there's a sexy vampire. And her thing is like, what, Southern Gothic? So are all the vampires like, I do declare I want to suck your blood. I never saw them, but I maybe. I think so. Uh, lots of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> and blood. Tennessee Williams presents blood Dracula. Blood and aid. Ice cold blood and aid. Is that garlic I smell? <laughs> Don't care for it much. I do declare <laughs> the sun is coming up. It's time to turn into bats. <laughs> Imagine if all the monsters were Southerners. Imagine a Southern, Southern fried Frankenstein. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 Brains. Brains. Well, that's a zombie, right? Oh, right. What does Frankenstein say? <laughs> okay. He just, yeah, he just right. He just moans. Y'all got brains? <laughs> what would the blob say if he was a southerner? Because the blob fire, but he says fire bad, fire oh, bad, right? Fire, fire bad. bad, fire bad. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy uh. is Frankenstein. Uh, oh my God. He wouldn't need any makeup. You know you're a Frankenstein when <laughs> you got stitches in your forehead and bolts in your neck. Are you smarter than a creature who was stitched together from various corpses? If you have two, if you have two bolts in your neck, more bolts in your neck than in your workshop. You might, you be, might a be a Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, I love that's that one. It. <laughs> if you got a whole town full of people chasing you through the streets with pitchforks and torches because you crushed a little girl down by the river, <laughs> you might be a Frankenstein. If you have more stitches on your face than the entire Little League team has on the field in the ball, <laughs> you might be Frankenstein. Remember the part in the book Frankenstein where Frankenstein is in like the Arctic on like a toboggan? No, yes. that's never put. Yes. They never do that in the movies. But he I went to l- the Arctic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he's like the, tobogganing. The and beginning of the book. Does he like, encounter the Inuit people? <laughs> I think he probably ate them. Uh, so he encountered them. No, and Frank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So sorry, he was in the Arctic. Yeah, but they never include that in any like movie version. When does that happen in the story? There's a part at the beginning. I remember reading the book. I gave up on it because, frankly, it's a little dull. He does all the winter sports. Illusion. <laughs> yeah. Skates. Skeleton. Yeah. Oh, boy. Biathlon. Sure. Yeah, is that the one where you ski cross-country ski and then shoot and a shoot. gun? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bobsled. Um, Snow angels. I mean, that's not a sport, but... I wonder if he Could was in be. Canada in the Arctic, like... Was he in, you know, Northwest Territories? Coming soon to CBC Gem, Frankenstein in Canada. Oh, that'd be good. And you got... um, Frankenstein, eh? (laughs) Oh. Donald Sutherland is a Canuck Frankenstein. My God. He wouldn't need makeup either. He looks very scary. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. Mm. Um, Yeah. Hey, recently, uh, Kiefer Sutherland (laughs) lambasted Premier... Doug Ford. Saw yep. that. Saw that. He said, get my grandfather's name out of your filthy mouth, I sir. I had no idea Kiefer Sutherland's grandfather was Tommy Douglas. Yeah. Shirley Douglas is his mother, and she is the daughter of, or granddaughter? No, daughter. 
Daughter. Daughter, yeah, yeah. That's wild. So Donald Sutherland just married uh, Tommy Douglas' daughter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's got a gold digger. Yeah, big time. (laughs) How did how did that come about, I wonder? Because Donald was in LA, you know, you know, probably partying with all the partying big you know, movie stars of the seventies. Well, she was an actress, or she is an actress too. She's right? an actress too. Oh, I had no so, idea. Yeah, damn, weird, huh? Well, I, I'm a, I like Kiefer. Do you see that video where he <laughs> ran and jumped into a tree, a Christmas tree, drunkenly? Oh my God, you haven't seen that video? Is it recent? It's probably five years old or ten okay. years old. He's like, watch Slow this, down. and he turns around and he runs. He's like in a in a hotel <laughs> and leaps onto a giant Christmas tree into the hotel. The guy's a wild man, I think. Wow. Oh, but yeah. I think he's an alcohol drinker. He's a... <laughs> Just a guess. He's an alcohol drinker? He's also a rocker. He has a rock band, and uh, he's one of those actors who, like, every summer tours around, and he's like, you know, the audience is really digging the new tunes, and, like, the album is great, and, like... Kathleen, How is... How many leading men have... Leading men actors have bands? Oh, it's such a thing. Gary Sinise? Gary Sinise. Uh, what's his name? Kevin Ed. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. They were Bruce Willis. And the Gary Sinise thing is like the Lieutenant Dan band, yes. which is like a character he played in mm. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Imagine just, yeah, he's never let that character go. Do you think women think Kiefer is attractive? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got the voice. I feel like the voice is a big selling point. It's a sexy voice. Do you do a Kiefer Sutherland impression? Not really. That's 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 all. You do. I mean, it's not. I just did a deep voice. I liked Twenty Four though. I loved Twenty Four when, in like, two thousand and five. I was all about Twenty Four. Hi, this is Kiefer Sutherland, and you're watching Twenty Four. Oh, that's good, Mike. <laughs> that's good. Well, although that sounds almost like a sort of relaxed red green. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is Kiefer Sutherland. You're watching uh, Twenty Four. If there ever did a gritty sort of biopic about red green, Kiefer would be a fun choice. Yeah. Mm. Last yeah. Man Standing. No, no, sorry. La- not Last What's the one? Uh, designated Survivor. Oh, yeah. That's one. his new show. It's red Green. Is. Everybody dies in the White House except for like the hundredth in line. Red, that's he, Red Green. Red show? Green. He's like, sir, you're the only, you're the designated survivor. You're the president now. And he's like, uh, did Harold survive? <laughs> that's Whatever also- happened to his wife? Red Who? Green's wife? Oh, from Smith and Smith? Yeah. Oh, she had a morag. Morag. Yeah, they, that that was a wild show. Canada doesn't make shows like that anymore. It was like a Benny Hill without all the <laughs> tits or chasing her. I'm part of a, a Benny Hill Facebook uh, page. And last time I spoke about being part of a Phantom of the Opera page that has a lot of arguing going on, which which is interesting. But the Benny Hill page, it's all like elderly British people. Uh, who are fans, and they'll post a sketch of like Benny Hill harassing a woman in a French maid costume, and then the quotes will, or the the comments will be like, "Funniest man who ever lived." Of course, you couldn't get away with this stuff today. What with PC culture and snowflakes, <laughs> may he rest in peace. And everyone just posts about how you couldn't do that today with Benny Hill, and uh, it's it, it's uh, it's fun. It's fun to read. Mm. Yeah, it's a real shame. You couldn't have a gay man chasing women on TV today. What? <laughs> Benny Hill was gay? gay? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> that's, the, that's the most ironic twist of all. Because he was famous for being, you know, his public persona was like, this Cheeky. man loves breasts and uh, privates of a woman. Yes, but in reality, 
He loved the exact Mike, opposite. Where did you learn this info? He, I've read a bunch of like uh, articles about him. Yeah, <laughs> I have a whole library a full of books of, about Betty Hill. <laughs> a lot of spent a lot of time. Well, he was a gay man. He was portraying the character of a horny heterosexual, but he wow. was actually, well. That kind of makes it more uh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know? It was satire. Yeah, and then he, he like, died alone. He was satirizing hetero guys. He died yeah, alone? Yeah. That's sad. Like, the, his final years are very sad. He was saying, Aww. like, this is what you guys do. This is what you guys <laughs> think. Yeah, <laughs> this is a commentary. Wow. Was Straight he, guys be like... Yeah, Benny Hill's <laughs> whole thing was... Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is wild. Yeah. I love that now. I love... I think I love Benny Hill now. Yeah, that's perfect story for pride. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the director who did Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man will next do, do Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. And who would play him? Who would play Benny Hill in the biopic? The, um, mm, probably. Jason Alexander? Mm, yeah. What about... Uh, Who's the guy, the British uh, action star with the shaved head? Jason Statham. Jason? <laughs> yes. Or... Um, Vin Diesel? No, who's... The the other James Bond. Oh, uh, Craig. Uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Craig. <laughs> you know who'd do it? You would have to put on weight for the role. Well, you know who'd do That'd it? That would be great. 100% and would love it. Christian Bale. Or Tom Tom Hardy. Wait, wait, or wait. Or Tom Hardy. Who's the guy, the British guy from Homeland who plays Rob Ford in that movie? Good point. I don't know his name, but... Damien... No. Lewis. Damien Lewis or, or is Benny Have you seen pictures of Damien Lewis? Yeah. He plays Rob Ford in a movie, and he just looks like... Um, like I a claymation figure. Oh, right. When is that Rob Ford movie coming out, by the way? Kind of happened a while ago, guys. Yeah, they're really uh, missing the... Uh, Mike's looking up on. a picture right now of Damian Lewis. Oh, this is amazing. Like Rob Ford. I mean, you guys can't see it. This is great. Home. Great audio content, but I can uh, definitely uh, cut it out. So that's him in the middle in prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny like couldn't they just get a fat guy yeah well we can hire a play? fat guy or no let's get this hunky british guy who's not even really that famous an actor hello it's i'm like the mayor getting... of toronto yeah. and i'm on crack yeah i understand if you're getting like daniel day lewis it's like okay we've got a chance to get day lewis here let's just spend a million dollars on makeup could you imagine the dude from Homeland? Yeah, it just looks like Play Doh. Daniel Day Lewis came out of retirement. <laughs> oh, that'd be Rob so good. He's so in character that he uh, went to a local restaurant and spoke in Jamaican patois. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've mentioned it before, but I did uh, once uh, in Toronto stand uh, in front of Rob Ford while he came in, while he was mayor, and bought a bottle of vodka uh, himself. Um, during the midst of all of the controversy about his crack smoking and everything, he came in and bought a bottle of vodka. Good for him. Wow. He smelled heavily of cologne. Really? Yeah. Do you use cologne, Michael? Or what what scent do you most often put on yourself? What scent do I put? Well, nothing beats good old-fashioned soap and water. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In the summer months, I will take a, a lemon wedge, squeeze it underneath each armpit, and that's my uh, that's my scent. Do you use perfume, Kathleen? No. Hmm. Why not? Um, it makes me sick. <laughs> so I, do you like I s- find that I like I've, every time I put on perfume, I and get into a car, I regret it. 
Mm. You know? Mm. Your own perfume. Something about it makes me car sick. I have one bottle of cologne that I think I got in high school, <laughs> and maybe once a year I notice it and go, oh, this is a fancy dinner. I guess I could squirt myself. And then I do, and it probably smells terrible because it's honestly probably 15 years old. So you smell like yourself as a teen. Yeah. Going out to a fancy teen dinner. Teen spirit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Should we play yeah, the sure. game as long Absolutely. as you're feeling okay? Or do you feel yeah, you up, up to for this, uh, Kathleen? I feel, you know, like a little bit woozy, but... Because you ate poison. Probably no more woozy than normal. Okay. That's good. That's a good sign. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. Do people ever call you lean? Hey, lean. No. No, they don't. I mean, that would be... I mean, I, I would... That would be cool. If I think that's a cool nickname. That's also like, uh, um, you know, cough syrup that rappers drink to that's get right. buzzed. Wait, I never heard of that. Lean? Yeah, lean. Yeah. Wait, yeah. and all the times you've spent hanging out with Drake and with Kanye, you've no, never heard of this? never, never heard of it. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, let's play the theme music for the game. <laughs> okay. It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. And uh, Kathleen, the concept of this game is I'm going to give you guys uh, the titles and summaries of a few movies. Some are real. Some I made up. You guys got to guess which is real and which is made up. Don't worry. It sounds intimidating, but it's a really fun game. Uh, This first movie is called Durr! Exclamation (laughs) from 2014. A crew of YouTubers play outrageous pranks on family members, friends, and each other in this crazy full-length feature film movie that features Adrian Brody, Sam Neill, and Demi Moore. Durr. D-U-R-R-R. Exclamation. Who is the cast? Uh, It's a crew of YouTubers, but it features in the movie Adrian Brody, Sam Neill, and Demi Moore. Hmm. Or Demi Moore. I don't know which is the way you say it. Wait a second. This movie is from what year? 2014. I couldn't see Demi Moore being a YouTuber in 2014. <laughs> well, I don't think she, I don't think they're the YouTubers. I think it was real YouTubers and these famous actors playing themselves were featured in the movie. Like they did pranks on them or something. I'm going to say this is fake. I don't. I, don't think I feel like it's not real. I feel like it would be very difficult to prank <laughs> Demi Moore because she was married to Ashton Kutcher, who is the king of pranks. Mr. Prank. Also, the title of the movie seems bad. <laughs> this one's fake. Durr. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of mailed that one in. I'm not going to lie. Durr. But imagine, I just imagine these stupid YouTube kids being like, Durr, you just got pranked. <laughs> But uh, it's kind of rushed. Yeah, Demi Moore. I wonder if Ashton Kutcher pranked her a lot leading up to their divorce. Yeah. Or was their whole marriage like an elaborate prank prank that he was like, got ya. Punked. Now I'm going to go and finish Two and a Half Men. He's not still with her, right? No. Oh, no. He's with Mila Kunis. Oh, my. They have children together. And what is she from? She's from that 70s show. show. Mike. Oh, so they were they were on the same show together. Yes, and that whiskey commercial, which is very serious. Is Mila huh. Kunis the redhead with the smoky voice? My, come on. No, she's the little one. She oh. was also in Black Swan. 
She's okay. really famous. She's also in that movie about the the bad. It's called Bad Moms. Mm. <laughs> they're, and, bad, they're bad because they're alcoholics. And she was in. But a movie, they have a good time. <laughs> and she was in a movie with Justin Timberlake that was like just friends or friends with benefits or something. I think it's called Friends with Benefits. Yeah. So you know what the or benefits more than are. Friends are doing it. Yeah. Okay. Here's a second movie. <laughs> it's called Your. Spelled Y O R, the Hunter from the Future, and that is from 1983. And that yes. movie, mm. I think it's right. <laughs> you think it's right? Well, here the summary: <laughs> You're the Hunter from the Future. Uh, as a hunter of incredible power and strength searches for his origin, he and the woman he loves must fight deadly beasts, hostile tribes, and survive the deadly forces of a newly born Earth. Your so it's his name Y O R. Yeah, the Hunter from the Future. I'm going to agree. Yeah, it's, it sounds real. It sounds real to me. It's real. Yep. It's real. Durr. Damn, I haven't tricked you yet. Durr. All right, let's try this one. So, both two for two. It's tied right now. It's tied. Damn, this is a bad round by me. <laughs> uh, this next one. Zone Troopers, 1985. In Italy, during World War II, a patrol of American soldiers discover a spaceship that has crash-landed in the woods, and they come across its alien crew. A nearby Nazi unit also finds out about the aliens and sends a patrol to capture it and use it against the Americans. Zone Troopers. Hold on. The idea of aliens going to Italy? Something seems a little off there to me. I actually watched a movie about... Aliens after uh, an apocalypse that took place in Italy. <laughs> this was a B movie that was on Amazon Prime, which they have a terrific collection. If you ever check it out, I forget what it's called. They drove around in. They all have beards. The aliens? That's how you know. Yeah, the space guys. They all have beards, which uh, there was like a telltale telltale that it was Italian because they all had big beards. But they drove around in these cars that were like. Uh, very, uh, they look like parade floats. <laughs> they shot laser guns. Were the aliens like, Bella, Bella? Did they bless themselves every time they passed a church? We were from a different planet. <laughs> so, you, okay. How are we going to fix it a spaceship? I think it's, I think it's real. It's real. Oh, I didn't guess yet. Oh, I, I, shit. I thought it was real, oh, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe you've seen this one. Maybe, I don't know. No, I don't think that's what it was called. Oh, all right. Imagine if aliens did come to Earth and had beards and were Italian. Hmm. Here's your next one. This one's called Digging a Hole to China, 1969. A group of boys in a small Idaho town decide they want to dig a hole to China. At first, it seems ridiculous, but soon they win the hearts of the whole town, and soon the entire town helps them out with their goal. Do they... I didn't see if they actually made it. What was the year? 1969? 1969. And it's called the Digging a Hole to China. <laughs> it sounds like it could have been like a B Disney movie. Um, but I, I think I think it sounds I think it rings false. I'm gonna say it's fake. Do they get to China? I don't have that information. Wait a second. Where is this again? Does it take it's place? a small Idaho town. Idaho. It's been an Idaho theme today. Yeah. Idaho movie. I don't know. I think I think maybe it sounds fake. 
It's fake. Oh. Yes. I didn't fool anyone, and those are the only four I have today. <laughs> I couldn't see a whole town getting into digging a big hole to but couldn't China. You, couldn't you imagine the boys being like, we're digging a hole to China. And then the town's like, oh, silly kids. And then gradually like, there's something about their spirit. We were too like, hard on these help boys. Them. <laughs> and then they all dig down and down and down. I guess then what happens? And they, they emerge in China... And they're immediately arrested by the Communist Party and put on trial <laughs> by Chairman Mao. <laughs> you know what? You're right, because they obviously wouldn't make it to China. So it's like, what would the conclusion of that movie be? They just get like 40 feet down and get tired and go, well, this was stupid. You're I right. I don't know. They just, you know, <laughs> dig to China or die trying. Yeah. That could be a sequel to the 50 Cent movie. Dig to China 2, Die Trying. <laughs> that's how awesome. the boys died. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a fun edition so, of that I mean, game. That was the worst version of the game I've done so far. I'm going to call Dur. myself out on that. Dur the movie. Yeah. Um, well, this has been so fun. Kathleen, uh, I hope you're feeling better. Is there any... so, so how many more hours does someone have to watch you before you... You know. uh, well, how long have I been doing the podcast? About an, about an hour. An hour, yeah. An hour? So 23 hours, I guess. So 23 what? hours to go. I mean, I could just take a nap. If you, sure. You I mean, know, if you wake me up every half hour. I James, have stuff to do. What do you have to do? I have an appointment. So, uh, but Mike. Could, where are you going? Um, I have an eyelid appointment. Mm. What's wrong with your eyelid? It's, there's a, uh, I got a, uh, I don't think you have. No, I, I, I do. I actually genuinely do. No, I was. Jo- I was. Did I lied about the eyelid appointment because I didn't want to be embarrassed? But the truth is, um, I'm going on a date. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Good, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, so I have to go, but Mike could watch you. I mean, I did want to go and do some errands, but I guess uh, if you do need someone to wake you up every half an hour so you don't pass away from poison, I can't say no. Um, I really appreciate that. Right. I mean, yeah, you're welcome. You know, I think probably if ten hours go by and All I right. still haven't died, or you yeah. know, I haven't had a any kind of seizure. You seem, you look fine. You seem healthy. Well, my mouth tastes like soap. Which Mike, is, don't right. get out of trying to do this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Come just, on. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll go get us some chilled granola bars, and uh, we'll have a great time. Why do you put everything in the fridge? It's like so weird when you go in Mike's kitchen. Nothing's in the cupboards, and everything yeah. that should be is in the cupboards is in the fridge. Guy puts like uh, everything, everything that crackers in the fridge because of bugs and rodents. Oh God! Well, um, geez, anything else? I just Guys? like to thank you for uh, being our guest this week, Kathleen. Oh, well, my pleasure. Thanks for watching out for me. No problem. It was a little touch and go there for a bit. It was yeah. our pleasure you know, when I was up in my apartment and my <laughs> friend abandoned me on the phone. Oh, uh, I hope Sydney. I hope a bird poops on Sydney's head today. <laughs> That would be good. Um, yeah. Sorry she didn't look out for you. No, she didn't. But, I mean, she oh, she had a rough childhood and stuff. So. No excuse. No excuse. Well, it can be. Well, James, <sighs> I'd like to thank you for again for being my uh, podcasting partner. Um, you're the best in the biz. <laughs> and uh, we're an unstoppable team together. Mm. Well, thanks, Mike. Okay, um, I guess that's it for this show. Thank you to Kathleen Phillips. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.